0: The real immediate gap going into the market is that you have an experience gap and that is hard to close but the gap which is easier to close is always the technical gap. That's something that as a junior, you really do have the time and capacity to focus on this thing that it really is something that you can accelerate really quickly. Welcome to Stuck In Design, where our founders share candid conversations about design, creativity and business. Let's begin! (laughs) <laughs> unleashing themselves into the design industry, do you have any um, advice on things that they should do and things that they should avoid? Yeah, so I especially this post-COVID time, everyone is kind of worrying about, okay, are my skill sets still relevant? I think for any junior designer, the real immediate gap going into the market is that you have an experience gap, right? Most of the time, it's an experience gap. but um, And that is hard to close because Working with X number of industries on X number of clients just takes time. You can't you can't get that in an instant. Um, but the gap which is easy to close or easier to close is always the technical gap, because you can spend you know a whole month hold up and improve a particular technical skill set, whether it's something as basic as sketching to um, learning a more complicated software. But that's something that um, as a junior grad or junior employee you really do have the luxury of time and capacity to focus on this thing that it really is something that you can accelerate really quickly i think that the temptation is always to to go in and say hey i want to learn everything and the strategic pieces in design are really exciting as well but there are some of those parts which are really harder to learn because they don't just comprise of technical skill sets but there's also some implicit softer skill sets which which take experience, right? So, anything which requires that, you know, like even things like manufacturing, which requires experience working with a lot of factories or different kind of industries, that you is really hard to buy that. Um, but other skill sets which you can buy with just sheer, you know, putting putting in the hours, those are stuff that as a fresh grad you can you can do really quickly, and if you can kind of align your your passion, sounds cheesy right, if you can align your passion with um, the time that you're willing to spend on this, then you can actually carve quite a significant niche in um, whatever that is you're doing. So I mean there's two ways to do it right, one is being really practical about it and look at okay what are the industries out there which are hiring or which pay me well and which is the most critical skill set and then I target in and I kind of get kick-ass at that. And the other one is to say, okay, maybe I'm more self-reflective and I say, okay, this is what I can enjoy doing for the next five to 10 years. And I focus on that and I get really good at that. Then I find the right organizational match for this skill set. Yeah. So, but it works both ways and I think it's, it's fair. Yeah. Actually speaking about kind of, um, uh, the COVID situation, right, do you actually see, this drastically impact um, fresh grads, particularly in the design industry? I, I mean, there's, there's always two sides of it, right? With something that has not happened for like 100 years, there's always an element of unknown, of change. And the good thing about design is, design thrives on looking at, you know, what are the changes in our society today? And how can we position our design solutions to take advantage of opportunities or behaviors that arise from this change so I think it is about applying that own lens to your self your career and your practice and say hey as a designer this is a unprecedented event but it's also an interesting opportunity and what does it mean for my skill sets um, my talents as a designer to apply myself in different ways because in some industries yeah they're, they're tanking right and restructuring heavily like we just saw the the news from grab and you know they're they they're shrinking their urux team by a huge amount but that also means that there's a glut of kind of experienced urux designers on the market there's going to be small firms startups which are nimble enough and poised to take on this um these hires and try new things if you're in the position to say that, hey, I'm a fresh grad, these are where kind of the good designers are going, it becomes an interesting opportunity to say, hey, I can I can learn alongside these people as well. Or better yet, start something up with them because you're willing to take the risk and they are as well. That opens doors to new kind of opportunities. Similarly, there are organisations which are thriving during this period. You know, you can also ride the wave and say, hey, there are certain organisations which are just doing really well during this period as well how can I see myself into that picture? I think as maybe not just designers, but human beings, right? We are quite geared to react quickly to the situation, right? Because you see, you see a need and you try and fill that need. And there is opportunity in being first movers, right? Like you see, hey, there's a, there's a big gap in this market. Let's go in and fill it because like the big companies are taking too long to do something about it. And as, as a nimble outfit or as an individual, you can do that really quickly. Then there's the other part of it, which is not just the knee-jerk reaction, but a more long-term, you know, if you if you can sit down and consider what are the longer-term implications, and of course that comes with a risk, right, because you're doing a little bit of speculation, but if you can do that, then you're poised to write the, the second part of the opportunities, right, not the immediate opportunities, but what will come after that when behaviors change or when the economy recovers or when um, new opportunities out of this this thing start to emerge um, if you can do both then fantastic and you're you're, sad, you're a genius yeah I, I i don't know i i feel like if i were um a fresh grad and kind of like um feeling a bit worried about the the current situation i i i feel like that would be quite comforting to hear lah. yeah i mean okay so if if you are if you are local, right, yes, if you are Singaporean, the, the reality is you do have quite a decent cushion for risk by now because I think a large number of the population kind of are middle income, right? If you just graduated and you're living in Singapore, you're probably still staying with your parents and you you do have a propensity to say like, hey, you know what, If even if I don't make an income for a year, um, I'm not going to die. And that, that gives you the cushion to actually do something instead of bumming off for a year. So that, that becomes an interesting opportunity as well, you no, know? like growing up in a pretty risk-averse society because Singapore is comfortable after all. It is an opportunity to take some risks. If you can stomach it and your personal situation is set up for it, the downside is a lot less than the upside. Of course it also works the other way around that if you have a lot to lose, then you're more vested in success and kind of you Going to make them well sure that you, you succeed, um, and we have we have some colleagues uh, or some acquaintances who, who are like that as well. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week to get stuck in design.